0: I don't think so.
1: What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn?
2: Well, I'm
0: getting ready to watch a video.
1: Really? What?
0: Oh, just some scary movie.
1: You like scary movies? Uh huh. You never told me your name.
0: Why do you want to know my
1: name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Welcome to
0: the latest podcast, that Wouldn't Die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hey people! I just got back from Iceland and I didn't pick up a single word. Don't even know how to say hello.
1: The guten? gluten, tog, some I don't know. I, Whatever. Who the heck knows?
0: That's, it's like it's like a, a cross between German and the way fairies might talk. I don't know. That's what it is. <laughs> you mean you
1: you're referring to mythical creatures? By the way, when you say
0: fairies, not there. Ask Bjork. It's Bjork. it's all. They believe in trolls and fairies. That's how they roll. That's how they roll. They're real things. This week we'll be
1: discussing the horror classic Scream starring Nev Campbell, uh David Arquette. Who else we got in there? Courtney. Mr. Uh,
0: Mrs. Arquette at the time. Not yet. Not yet. This is this is where they met and fell madly in love. This is where their love blossomed. Jamie and, Kennedy and died too. on the
1: vine. And, uh a sad situation uh matthew lillard skeet Ulrich, uh rose mcgowan drew barrymore
2: so let's go love on.
1: rose mcgowan she's my spirit animal written by kevin williamson and directed by wes craven so there you go good time i
0: don't know why I, you know i didn't see this when it came out i don't know what that was about why wouldn't i have seen this but oh, i no. did not see it I I just was like, yeah, on another slasher, I think. I think that was
1: everybody's initial impression. But then like positive word of mouth spread. It literally was kind of, it opened with kind of a, you know, a ho-hum. But then as the weeks passed, the numbers kept growing and growing and growing. So, good time. And,
0: and it was probably, I had like a baby at the time. So, and, and no babysitter. So, unless it was at the drive-in, forget it. Don't bring your babies to horror movies. We ain't. Correcto. Doing it. Uh, so, give us your 30-second synopsis of Scream: Serial Killer loose in small town. Uh, ter- calling up. There's a quiz. Uh it's all about you must follow the rules. This is the movie that establishes the rules. You know, the virgin is okay. What once you're not a virgin, you're, you're fair game. Uh yada yada yada. It it's who you kind of suspect the end. The end. I, Next, I remember- Campbell survives and she's spoiler the least alert. interesting spoiler alert, and, and she's the least interesting character. I don't know. I
1: I feel like I was kind of surprised when I saw it back in 96, but it's because, spoiler alert, there's two killers, two killers. The the immortal Agatha Christie trick where you kind of rule somebody out and realize, oh, just because they were innocent of that one murder
0: doesn't mean that they're innocent of other murders. Well, what theory. tipped me is because if you assume they're not supernatural, right, right the timing was too fast. You know what I mean? So you sussed out that there were two killers. I, well, for sure I knew it was the boyfriend, and when you know it's the boyfriend, it has to be his asshole friend, too.
1: Very good. Now, the
0: the, the part that I couldn't figure out is why you're terrorizing the people you're having sex with. Because, uh, you know, the fake Johnny Depp, I can see, I I can see you, you know, kill her. I got another one in line. Now the other one, the goofy friend, it's gonna take him a bit longer. (laughs) So so why are you trying to terrorize and murder your own girlfriend? I mean, I'm sure there's in plenty relationships when they start to go left you're like you wish you were fucking dead but it's basically matthew lillard, matthew lillard
1: matthew lillard, this is the hottest girl you're ever going to date so exactly don't kill exactly. her exactly
0: don't kill her <laughs> uh bird in the hand friend bird in the hand <laughs> no offense matthew lillard if you're listening um now you our didn't... attacks, while vicious, are, are never really against the real person. It's only our made-up idea of who they are, or their character, or both. Now, you said you had never seen this movie
1: prior to two weeks ago or whatever.
0: No, I'd never seen it before, and for some reason in my mind it had melded with scary movie, because I kept sitting here going, this doesn't seem that funny. I mean, it's goofy, uh, but it's, I wouldn't call it a comedy <laughs> right,
1: right. No, no, no. Um, obviously, Scream came out first, which was ironically originally named Scary Movie. Like when they were, the script was called Scary Movie, um, and they changed the title. Then the Wayans Brothers came wow. out with their spoof movie, Scary Movie, based upon uh, Scream and other things, so. which
0: I have never seen. Did you okay. see it? This is, is, it, is it up there with like Get Out. As this far is as about... African-American
1: horror movies? Yes, it's exactly the this, this same thing as Cut <laughs> Out, you racist.
0: Uh, now, this is
1: about a contention. If you love Wayne's Brothers comedy... Like White can, Chicks? Like White Chicks, exactly. <laughs> Little Man... Tang or whatever. No, Puddy Tang's different. I love Booty Tang. Tang is uh, really good. Uh, if you like the Wayne's Brothers level, call it, call, it, call it... Now, not Damon Wayans... Or Keenan Ivory Wans. I'm talking down the line. Sean Wans and Marlon Wans and Tito Wans. Oh, Tito
0: so, and Michael. Is there a exactly. Michael too? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they, uh, they, they came up with, with uh, Scary Movie 1 and Scary Movie 2, which I, I think the first one's okay and the second one is lousy, in my opinion. Now, other people think they're hilarious. To me, the funniest scary
0: movie. Is Scary Movie Three? Oh the, no! The so Brothers. You, you literally dismissed the first two and yeah. yet continue to go and see them. Um, I'm trying to remember what the scenario was.
1: Uh, but I had a friend who was like, "Let's go to the movies." I'm like, "Whatever." Scary Movie Three is not the Wayans Brothers anymore.
0: Oh, it's now
1: it's now the Zucker Brothers, and you know who the Zucker Brothers? What they're like, Mark Zuckerberg. Not Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I believe this was Jerry Zucker, who were the it was like Zucker Abram Zucker, who did Airplane. I hate uh, those. Did...
0: What? I fucking hate those. And You're the Naked guy and the Naked guy movie. Uh,
1: uh, this one and it's they Leslie Nielsen back, so he's in this movie. Boo. This movie. Scary Movie 3, I think, is is the only funny one of the series. In my opinion. There you go. We're getting off on a tangent here. I saw Scream in the theater. uh, But it was, again, I didn't see it like opening weekend. It was basically like after a few weeks, you started hearing the buzz building. So I I think I saw it with our sister Tara, actually, at the time. And I remember Tara being not that impressed by it. I think she she was... uh, Thinking that the buzz was too much. Oh, yeah. And the, and maybe like it may be. Like Blair Witch. Right. Where you're kind of like, if you go in with no expectations, you're like, this is pretty good. Yeah. But if you've had four weeks of people telling you it's the best movie they've ever
0: seen, then you walk in, you're like, uh Come on, people. The best movie we've ever seen. I would but say it's I, a
1: good horror movie. It is It is a good
0: horror movie. and it's, I it's, would it's, say so.
1: I was pleasantly surprised. No question. And it's also kind of an homage. To horror movies as well. Right. You know what I mean? So it's 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 kind of a combination of those things. Um but it's funny to me because again directed by Wes Craven who we always think of in terms of like the last house on the left, the hills have eyes.
0: This uh, Night is Night like Night a lighter,
1: brighter Wes Craven. A- absolutely. Absolutely. It's really, I mean, there's some blood, but right. it's not gruesome or grisly or you know intestines in the
0: hallway or anything you know right. what i mean so it is it's a lighter it's a lighter one it's a lighter. a lighter one and it makes sense and it's not supernatural which i i appreciate right shall we jump right in with uh, highlights
1: i think we did brother bear let's see here um one thing that's kind of cool about this movie and we've talked about this before is the opening scene is i don't know 15 or 20 minutes with drew barrymore who we love. We love Drew Barrymore. Be our Who friend we, Drew Barrymore. Absolutely. And she was arguably the biggest star going into this movie. Right. I She would was agree. the draw. She was on all the posters. She was on all the commercials. So it's, it's a shock, spoiler alert, when she is killed in the first scene of the movie.
0: I think that's the homage or, or she's the hook and then you kill her off. It's just like in Psycho. Right, she is Mar- Marion Crane from Psycho. Where you
1: think this is the star, and then they're dead meat. Now Marion Crane, I swear to God, last fifty minutes into that movie. Yeah, boom. And people died. are like,
0: "What? You killed the star?" Well, I mean, and not to go I off love on psycho. A tangent. Psycho
1: is a, is a movie. psycho is dynamite. It's funny. I always say I don't want to go off on a tangent. Literally, Lucy was talking to me. She's like, I like your show, Dad, but you keep going off on these tangents. That's our There's that's our, our signature style. Stream that's of consciousness.
0: Movie. No question. You come for the movie, you stay for the tangents. It's kind go. of my attitude. That's right. Yeah. That's why it's entertaining for us. For <laughs> us. For our, um Psycho
1: is great because you think it's like um, a heist movie almost. Not a heist movie, exactly, but a woman on the run. Right. The cops are after her. She's, she's got, got money. money. She's
0: changing cars. You're like, what's going on? What's right. going on? Right. Absolutely. It's a fugitive from justice movie. Right. Is what you think. She's super paranoid. She's assuming right. that all the cops are, are, are looking at her strange. It's great. And then right. boom. She's and dead. then boom. She stops at the wrong hotel where there's
1: a mild, unassuming Anthony Perkins, who was kind of a heartthrob at the exactly. time. Exactly, he's
0: tall, sensitive, those those uh, chocolate brown eyes. What what a heartthrob! Weep, weep, weep. And, that, and then suddenly, the movie is
1: now a slasher flick. Honestly, nowhere. Now, oh. if you don't know that going in, you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of an interesting, you know, character study of Marion Crane. Boom, dead. Dead. Fantastic. Anyway, oh, my God. That's, a,
0: that's one of I've my
1: favorite watched. movies. So we that's kind of what they were doing here. Here's Drew Barrymore. She's
0: the star. Oh, wait a minute. She's dead. Boom. Everybody's like, what? I know, because I was like, I, I'm trying to understand what was going on. I'm like, maybe they're watching a movie. I don't know. I, I was like, because it boom. It's right into it. There's no messing around. It's like no she's on around. the couch. Immediately, You get it's the babysitter getting the weird phone calls. Oh, yeah. No question. Oh. So I was like, dies. Is- I was like, what?
1: I thought she was gonna be like a JB Lee Curtis. Right. And she was not, she was a
0: Janet Lee. She was a Janet Lee. And Such this whole Liza. movie is peppered with all kinds of references because I think there were some people oh, yeah. named after not Crane, but there were some other bird names. In the movie that reminded me of Psycho. Somebody else had a had like well, either a Psycho name or was it the bird's name? But there was a there was a Halloween reference. There was oh, a Halloween, Halloween reference, there's a Linda Blair Cameo. Linda Blair Cameo,
1: absolutely. Well the, the main boy in the movie, Skeet Ulrich, plays Billy
0: Loomis. Loomis, that was the, the what it was throwing me off. The Loomis. Yes. What was that from Loomis? Loomis. That's Loomis. from Halloween. It's a double whammy oh. in Halloween
1: because there's a character named Dr. Loomis in Halloween who's Donald Pleasence. But there's an a- an actress in the movie whose name is Loomis
0: in real life. Oh, so it's okay. a double
1: Loomis reference.
0: Oh, it, it, I mean, it, it's all good. It's all good stuff. Um Let's see here. At the beginning, when you first meet uh, the characters, it's pure 1990s uh, Brat Pack. It's all the young kids that were popular in the 90s that were on like TV shows and stuff. Um, Right. They weren't huge stars, but they were kind of up and coming stars for the most part. And I never understood why uh, Nev Campbell has an Indigo Girls poster. Nobody had an Indigo Girls. Poster. Oh, no. I had some friends who loved the Indigo Girls. And did, did they, they have posters? Your your guy friends had Indigo Girl posters. No, 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 no! Not my guy friends. <laughs> None of my guy friends like the indigo girls. And none of my gal friends had the indigo
1: girls. I had girlfriends who liked the indigo girls. I
0: didn't ask if, if they listened to it, but they actually went out and bought a poster. I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Wow, what was it? It was well, no, a
0: you thing. I, I listened to 10,000 maniacs. Do you think I had a poster of Natalie Merchant? You're forgetting this is the
1: time of Lilith Fair, where it was all that uh, kind of female empowerment like concerts that were Very going on. Very
0: lesbian up. friendly, I understand.
1: <laughs> How dare you? Women in People power all persuasions can appreciate Lilith Fair. Uh,
0: honestly, opinion. I cannot even tell you. I have a friend who swears that she and I were in an indigo girls concert. I was like, that was not me, my friend. Not, not you. And not I said the fly. Not I said the fly. I kept trying to remind her it was Joe Jackson. I like, swear it was Indigo Girls, no. Yes.
1: We are very different times if you're having Joe Jackson posters <laughs> on
0: your wall. I did, I did not have a Joe Jackson. What poster did I have? Um, fuck? I don't know. Whatever. I, know. I can't. It's all, it's all a blur. It was mostly guys. Hot guys. I mean, I love the Pretenders. They're one of my yeah. top groups, but I didn't have a poster of Chrissy Hines. What about the band? They're, they're like good-looking British dudes, right? They were, half of them were dead by the time I could afford to buy my old records. Too, too much that's of upsetting. the drugs. That's upsetting. Um, now we are okay. on, it's officially on a tangent. No, that's two, two tangents so far. So no, Blair, Blair with The beginning Blair, uh, Blair Witch. Oh, no. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Um Drew I meant to say Drew Bearmore and I or, said or the, or the Blair Witch. Maybe she is the Blair Witch. I don't I know. Used to say. But what I thought was funny is she was knocking out some Jiffy Pop. I was like, talk about the Wayback Machine. Absolutely. I'm sure nobody knows what the hell that stuff is. Before Microwave Popcorn, they had Jiffy Pop. Well, and I was
1: laughing because she, it's like she's talking to the killer because this is like a big trope that was started in this movie. Where the killer calls her like he's an obscene caller, kind right. of
0: thing. Right, like when a stranger calls, except like when a stranger calls. Except That's there was true. a quiz involved in this, in, in this situation. Right. He starts asking her about horror movies. When she figures out that
1: he is not who he claims to be, basically, he's a murderer, kills her boyfriend. Right. She says, I'm going to call the police. And he says go ahead they wouldn't get here in time i would still call the police i would still call the police i wouldn't take the killer's word for it oh damn okay i guess
0: you yeah, may be right. right if you
1: don't mind i'm just gonna lay here until you come in <laughs> for, forgive me if i call them anyway
0: basically <laughs> It's the moral of the story. But, but here's the thing. What, so what I find fascinating, I mean, no the minute somebody started acting psycho, I would just be hanging up on them over and over and over again. I wouldn't be having these long conversations with them. Right. I would never right. get to the point where he's like, you're going to die, because I would have just been like, hello, hello, hello. Right. <laughs> stop. Well, and again, she's kind of a
1: flirty-girty when she first starts answering the phone. Do you have a boyfriend? No, I don't have a boyfriend.
0: Really? Your boyfriend's on your way over to watch a movie with you. Good times. <laughs> well, she probably um, thinks it's him or one of his knucklehead friends uh, pranking her.
1: Because
0: right. that's a thing people did. I don't know if nobody telephoned pranks anymore. Because now, you know, most of the call time ID? if you call with the blocked ID, no one answers anyway.
1: That is true. And so, Ghostface would have a harder time, is what we're
0: saying. Isn't there yes, a rapper I mean, face ghost face killer? Yes, there is. Clearly based it's on uttered. this, and oh, what no, I please. couldn't figure out. So the killer has that. In case you don't know, it has like a ghost mask with a long mouth. Did that exist right. before this movie?
1: It did. It was from a famous painting by Edvard Munch. Is that
0: what that's oh. from? The scream. What's the name? The what? scream. I didn't know that.
1: Coincidence.
0: I just blew your mind. You blew my mind, dude. Boom. <laughs> we can do the whole uh, pageant of the Masters now. <laughs> not uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Nev
1: Campbell's boyfriend is played by Skeet Alreck. His character's name, like we said, is Billy Loomis. He's
0: dressed like a fake Johnny Depp, not like just a bootleg.
1: Yes, a homeless man's version of Johnny Depp. He's cultivating. The Johnny, the kind of greasy Johnny Depp hair, look, hair in the, and the eye, life.
0: like a, kind of a is it a cross between a crybaby and Gilbert Grape? I think. <laughs> oh, <God. No. laughs> those are a bad. That's a bad cross. <laughs> gotta be asking, that's
2: a bad cross. This is um, back when
0: I actually when Johnny Depp used to do acting in things. Right, Before he had to supply his thirty thousand dollar a month wine, and just does a couple of pirates to refill the the tanker. That's all you got to do. Well, there was a, like,
1: this guy Skeet Ulrich had been in the movie The Craft with Nev Campbell a year or two prior to this, uh, and he he did not look anything like this. You no. look like your typical kind of frat boy preppy kind of guy had a you know a fancy hairstyle. So uh, somebody told him. Your career is going nowhere. Be job. Be Absolutely. Well, it's kind of like Christian Slater. Ooh. People don't remember Christian Slater was in a few things, and then he was in Heather's, where he was cultivating a Jack Nicholson right. impression, which he carried on for the basically the rest of the nineties. Right? <laughs> which is a weird. Which is a weird compare. Jack Nicholson. Hey, what? Huh? <laughs> I'm Christian Slater. That's my Jack Nicholson, Christian Slater impression. By the way, it's like that's again Jack Nicholson, not a heartthrob in the '80s, as far as I know. Who's to say though? Yeah, and because story. of
0: that, Christian Slater not so much a heartthrob in the '80s. Although I just watched him on Netflix with the Betty Broderick story, playing the wife or the husband. He was fantastic. He right, not, Jack not Jack Nicholson. Not Jack Nicholson.
1: He's had kind of a comeback or cause he was on a show on USA called Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot. I don't know why I pronounced it that way. Cause you were going to say is...
0: Roboto. Yes. No, mo, no, no, no. He got Mr.
1: Roboto. Exactly. Uh, which he got some critical acclaim for that. And I guess Skeet Ulrich, uh, God bless him, is now on Riverdale or something. Oh yeah. So According to our friends at Film Fluence. That is correct. Um, Okay, so Ske- Billy Loomis is talking to Nev Campbell. Nev Mo- Campbell's mom died like a year before, and evidently their kind of relationship, Billy and Nev Campbell, whose name is Sydney, right. has been kind of like stagnant since her mother died. So he sneaks in her window, and he's like, "A year or two, we were hot and heavy, and you know, we were we were steady. R heading our way to NC 17, and I kept thinking to myself, when you were 14." You
0: were heading to NC-17? Oh hey. God. Boys will try. I don't know if you know this, but boys will say any bullshit uh, that they can think of just to get in your britches. I mean, and make no mistake. It's
1: like my life experience when I was 14 was a hard G. <laughs> hard G right till until about uh, 22. It was a hard G. I always so thought everybody outrageous. was having
0: sex. Everyone pre- appeared, even at Raymond Cree Jr. High, everyone was yeah. acting like they'd been having sex for 10 years. Uh, and I literally thought I was some kind of a freak. <laughs> well, you were, but, not, <laughs> but not, of... for, not for virginity's sake. Exactly. It was a, hard <laughs> <G>. <laughs> a hard G. A hard G!
1: So and then we also meet uh, uh, Jamie Kennedy, who plays Randy, oh, who's uh, basically the the voice of the tropes. Right, he's only there to pop up and say, "Here are the rules of horror movies," you know, for all the laymen out there who don't understand, you know, the way horror movies work. Essentially, without him, I guess we wouldn't we wouldn't understand the plot even a little. I bit, hate him
0: basically. so much, Kevin. I hate him so much. He was so irritating. He is basically me. He's but, he, as, is as not you, he, but he, he is so irritating. He, right.
1: It, it's a kind of, um, and you see this kind of like from I'm IT not sure workers. it's the
0: character. I just think it's Jamie Kennedy.
1: It, who's to say? Who's Where to it's, just, say? It, it's the kind of condescension yeah. towards minutia. It's like, oh, you don't remember who was the fifth lead in the fourth Scream movie? <laughs> First, <laughs> Right, you moron for not knowing this stuff. And that's kind of how I carried myself, right? like, <laughs> frankly. No, at one point he drops into a topical Jerry Lewis impression for no reason. I've never understood a Jerry,
0: Jerry, Lewis. A Jerry Lewis impression Jerry Lewis. in 1996. Because Jamie Kennedy was, wants to be a, a, a comedian. I think he was a comedian. He well, so so he says. So, therefore, see? they must worship at the altar of Jerry F. and Lewis, whose only Jay thing worth seeing is the king of comedy. That's the only Jerry Lewis that I want to see. Well, I'm, and I'm sure Wes Craven,
1: who is like 60 at this point, yeah. appreciated I it. I
0: love me some Martin and <laughs>
1: Lewis. <laughs> I only have one note, Jamie. I need more Jerry Lewis impressions.
0: More. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you could work in a few nutty professor oh, references. Oh, Louise. How much the that Come on. Come on. Say it isn't true. It's a sad situation. Um. Okay, then there's Courtney Cox who plays Gail Weathers, who's kind of the hard copy investigative journalist. Do they have shows like this anymore? Oh, they, they TMZ. Initiative. She's
0: the dude from TMZ. What, what what was his name? Oh, Harvey Levin. He's, she's the Harvey Levin of the '90s, or maybe she's well, the
1: it, Gerardo. It could be. There's, st- I mean, there's still obviously kind of TMZ, which is more like people Magazine. hard copy. Yeah. hard copy a current affair we're like always kind of like and now the top store where it's like kind we're of like trash awesome and trash right and car accidents right. exactly <laughs> but that, i mean i'm assuming they still have those kind of shows but in the 90s there was a million of them. yeah a million. maury we would not know who maury povich is if it wasn't for uh, a current affair. and can you believe jerry springer is still on Jerry Springer's different, though. He's on one of those daytime talk shows where it's like the neo Nazis meet, you know, throwing chairs at each other. Well, that, or,
0: was
1: Herar- Her- Her- that was Geraldo. Richard well, Bay, I think, is on Richard, um, Richard Bay.
0: Wasn't he a DJ? No, that's Rick Dees. <laughs> I guess we, not the
1: same person. Good times.
0: All right, No, it, that's a tangent for
1: sure. For sure. So, Okay, so she's kind of investigating because, okay, like we said, Nev Campbell's mom had been murdered, and there was somebody convicted of the crime based upon Nev Campbell's testimony. That was Cotton Weary. Cotton Weary, which you know? I kind of like. That was kind of a cool name. Kind of an interesting yeah. name. Um, so she's there because it's, it's exactly a year later, uh, and now there's murders occurring. Uh, murders occurring in this uh, sleepy sleep little wine wine cu- country town. No questions. Now, at the beginning, they clearly want us to think it's Billy, right? right. Sydney's being chased by the killer, uh, and then Billy's climbing in her window and one drops the later, phone. Yeah, one second later, drops the phone because again, the killer always calls first to say, "Hey, Sydney, right?
0: You like scary movies?" And cell phones were expensive then, so she would for yeah. sure know if her boyfriend had a cell phone. Absolutely. Well, it's like he just literally
1: drops it out of his pocket. Yeah, stupid. What is happening? Good luck. He should have been like, I broke the screen again, is what he should have said when he dropped his phone on the floor. Very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he is supposed to be the the prime. Because, again, he's kind of pressuring her for sex. Right. Uh, like Bumping into her in the hall, in the class. In the, Pardon uh, me. That was just like, my hey. penis. Sorry. Right. <laughs> well, he says, like, he's like. Your mom died like a year ago. Can't you get That's over right. it? Your vagina has been brother? shut for a year. <laughs> That's
0: what he's saying. It's
1: very upsetting. So
0: what I don't understand, but she was a virgin. They never did it. They, ne- they never, they had never did You know, she they, was an everything uh, butt girl, I think, is what we're saying here. There was some heavy
1: petting. Going oh, yeah. on up to this point, I think is what what he was implying. But now it's like
0: kiss on the cheek, high five at the door. Well, and and basically. I guess he figures, you know, uh, why waste it? You know, it uh, might as well get some sex before I kill her.
1: Right. Well, we don't know he's the killer yet.
0: <laughs> I'm just yes, thinking it, it's what de- was
1: his, what was in his mind. Well, I think it seems clear in retrospect that there, this was literally like like a horror movie thing where it's like the people who have sex are the ones who. Die. Right.
0: So do you think he was not going to kill her until they had sex?
1: It's hard to say. Well,
0: what it, would it's David definitely Kennedy say about that. Well, he
1: definitely, he could have killed her other times. Right. right? So. Is, well, you what know is what? And he
0: could have just walked into her room and killed her without making yes. a single phone call. So the terror right. is part of it. Well, I, I think
1: in retrospect, I think it's like Stu comes in, Billy's co conspirator, co-conspirator, comes in there and scares her, shakes the knife at her, and then Billy appears so that she can think Billy's the killer so he can be arrested. And then Stu calls her to be like, oh, you got, you arrested an innocent man to kind of get suspicion off belly like this is all like a well thought out plan do
0: you think this to is kind like a handle- weird overly complicated and, and if your goal is just to kill all these people what is the, what well, is the end game the goal is to kill all these people and be famous also to get away with it. and get away with it. no they want to get
1: a- these two want to get away with it It isn't until the second movie with Timothy Oliphant who's like, I want to get caught. Uh, I I want to get famous. These two, because later in the movie, they kind of stab each other um, because they're going to be the lone survivors. They're going to be the lone survivors and they're going to frame Sidney's father for the murder. Basically, he's the one. He's distraught. So he flips out and murders everybody. That's their plan. Um, And Randy multiple times says, there's always some BS reason to kill somebody. So don't worry trying to track down the motive of the killer. Right. Um, so they kind of later in the movie, Billy reveals... Yeah, I
0: mean, unless it's it, it's for money or something else, it, uh, the motive really doesn't matter.
1: Most of the time in horror movies, there is no motive. Or it's it's a very, very loose motive. Or like The Strangers, like- where it's just random. Right. Well, that came- there were two things... Number one, in Halloween, the original Halloween, John Carpenter goes out of his way to basically say, like, this kid's just evil.
0: There's no motive. He crazy. They made made it very clear that his babysitter was having sex and not supervising. They made it very- that was his sister. His sister. That was his sister. Right. Yes. Yeah, so he goes so, and stabs her. It's an, it, it, he may be evil, but there's always a tipping point because then after that, it's babysitter, babysitter, babysitter. Uh
1: so, so you're suggesting I? I don't think you're a good babysitter, so I'm going to murder That's you. Right.
0: That was that was the last straw. That was all. That was That was the beginning of all the babysitter uh, murder shows you're vulnerable yep, well, you're in someone else's yes. house you're you are on the phone talking to your friends not watching the kids you have shut the kids in bed now you have the raid of the house and yes. uh you know people didn't have cell phones you didn't you weren't so, able to contact people so they find
1: it scarier if there isn't a clear move but they kind of they kind of dip their toe into two different ponds here because they're like billy loomis is killing you sydney because your mom had an affair with my dad destroyed our family yeah and destroyed our family made my mom leave right so now that's why i'm killing you whereas stew they kind of throw who is billy's like best friend he kind of says
0: i don't know peer pressure yeah it's whatever so it's like he was just nuts I never just, understood that.
1: I can't get my friends to just do half the stuff I want to do. How do you like, come on, let's go kill? Okay. Cool. I can't get my friends
2: to
0: listen to this
1: podcast. Okay. What it is. One thing that I kept that I kept occurring to me is the killer always get seems to get his butt kicked a little right. during the attack. Yeah. He's getting hit yeah. in the head with phones, they're knocking the feet out. He's getting knocked around. You'd think they'd come to school the next day with black eyes, split lip, missing a tooth. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They do not. So maybe that should have been the clue. But there's there's multiple kind of false uh, false positives, let's say, where it's just like, oh, there's the killer's boots. Let's zoom in on the sheriff's boots. Yeah. So we kind of go, yeah. maybe it's the sheriff. Um, no, let's no show the principal no wearing the but they kind of suggest, again, if you're watching, you're kind of thinking anybody could be the killer. Anybody could be the killer. But early on, they were pushing that it was Billy Loomis and then kind of exonerate him because Billy's locked up and then the killer the killer calls uh, Sidney on the phone while uh, Homie's in jail. So well, I mean, don't you they're, try- they're messing with know. us. They're messing with us is the moral of the story. Um. Henry Winkler plays the principal, uncredited. <laughs> and, and it is it is great. It is great. I talked about this on the, the other podcast we were on, Film Fluence, talking about the Scream movies. And he opens up his closet and gets kind of startled because there's a mirror in his closet. And if you're watching, there's Fonzie's jacket hanging on a hook. <laughs> And he starts to do the thing where it's just like Fonzie had this thing. Now, nobody under the age of 55 knows what we're talking about. (laughs) But Fonzie would do this thing where he'd go look at him, like have his like comb in his hand, look in the mirror like he was going to do something and be like,
2: you know, kind of like, oh, it's perfect the way it is.
1: Like that was kind of, uh oh, hey. So he kind of does a little bit something like that during the screen movie. He kind of looks at himself in the reflection, kind of goes, hey. Solid. I love it. Solid oh as That's wrong. all I'm going to say. <laughs> what, what highlights do you have? Goodness gracious. I have,
0: of course, the, uh, the Linda Blair cameo.
1: Yep. She's a reporter in
0: one scene. I, I have that throughout the movie. You see ver- various people dressed with a Freddy Krueger sweater on. Yes. All through the movie. Yes. I love that. It- uh,
1: Henry Winkler goes in the hall because he hears a noise, and there's the janitor, like, mopping up or something. He's wearing Freddy Krueger's hat, Freddy Krueger's sweater, and he looks right at Henry Winkler. Do you know who the actor is? Is it Robert England? Robert England? Wes Craven. Oh, I didn't even see that. I know who, uh, Re-
0: I know what Re- Wes
1: Craven looks like. We have, like, a crazy, like, handlebar mustache. kind of go, You settle. <laughs>
0: That's beautiful. I love a little Alfred Hitchcock yeah. uh, cameo. Absolutely. No question. Um, Rose McGowan looks fabulous as the not the fake Johnny Depp girlfriend. She looks great. No, she Peter. looks like uh, the chip from Suicide Squad, and she's a badass in this. She's much yeah. more interesting than the Sydney character.
1: Oh no question, Sydney. The problem I think this is a, a Nev Campbell issue. Nev, if you're listening, I apologize. Where she just kind of her line delivery kind of makes her really angsty and just not a lot of fun to be around. But I guess is the
0: moral of the story. Well, you know, it's kind of like sh- the the straight people, you, you know, like the straight man and the whole thing. They're never as like in Seinfeld. Jerry was always the least interesting character in the Seinfeld. So maybe that has to be so that everybody else shines, but I, I, quite <laughs> yeah, frankly, I kill Nev Campbell, not kill Nev Campbell. Who cares? That is the who, question. Who cares? Rose McGowan, we should have held on to her a little bit longer because every line was a pearl coming out of her. That's true. Uh,
1: there's a scene where she has with Nef, with Rose McGowan and Nev Campbell where they're talking about how Cotton Weary, the man convicted of uh, Sydney's uh, mother's death. Like proclaimed his innocence that, yes, he had an affair with Sydney's mom, but he didn't kill her. And Sydney is kind of under this under this delusion that they had this perfect home life when in reality, <laughs> they later say, your mom was flashing around all over town like Sharon Stone. And let's be honest, Sid, your mom's no Sharon Stone., yeah. um, and but Nev's like, oh, that's such baloney. It's just not true. And Tatum, played by Rose McGowan, kind of says, like, actually, Sid, you know, the stories were around long before then. And she said, and Nev's like, "We well, you don't believe the stories, dude. And he's like, well, you know, it's kind of like Richard Gere with the gerbil. If you hear it often enough, you start to believe <laughs> Poor it. Richard Gere. It. They're going to say that at his funeral. I mean, that's the question. Does anybody under the age of 40 have any idea about Richard Gere and the Joker? <laughs> if, if
0: they don't, Google it, because I'm not going into it in detail. There was something similar <laughs> in American Psycho, but it was a starving rat and uh, PVC piping. <laughs> it all goes back to American Psycho. Please, no. I, I just um, I just went through my notes, you know. Of course, I I knew it was shot in California, so I, I did notice Red Tail Ale from the Manistee Brewing Company because I used to stop at their brewery going up to college. So it, it was no. definitely filmed in Wine Country, which means they filmed it in California, which means they used Union, which means this place had a budget. Most of the time, horror movies are like we used to watch The Full Moon. Uh, they're always filmed in like Romania or something. Absolutely. Yugoslavia <laughs> the deepest part well, of Canada just to avoid union wages.
1: Oh no question. this is this is a high uh profile, high uh, expense movie. Yes. No question. Um and, and frankly, I was looking around, I'm like, is everybody every kid in this movie their parents are millionaires? Yes, that's why every home is a huge mansion. Yes. Huge mansions. I mean, Stu's thrown, okay, spontaneously in the middle of the movie for seemingly no inciting incident, they go, there's a curfew. Because there hadn't been a new murder, right? Right. It was like the first murder, and then uh, later they're like, uh, the principal just spontaneously, oh, curfew tonight, no school tomorrow. Okay. And Stu, right, it's like, okay, I'm I'm not arguing, but it seems like shouldn't there have been some kind of, uh, second thing that occurs, but that's maybe not here, a
0: PTA meeting of some sort. You
1: know. <laughs> right <in the> <laughs> it's, it's a teacher planning day. <laughs> uh, so, Stu throws a big party, and it's it's literally a huge, multi-story mansion. Oh, yeah. But the part, Sounds the part good. was not, it was
0: no animal house party.
1: No, not a toga party. Okay. Well, they were just chilling watching horror movies because, of course, Randy's there because he's got to explain the the Tao of horror movies yeah, to everybody. More
0: explaining.
1: More explaining. Good times. Um, Tatum is later killed in a garage door. And I kept thinking, strong garage door? Yeah, hell of a garage door. Because you
0: can see it had the cushion at the bottom. So as soon as it hit, it would have triggered it to roll back up.
1: And they're designed not to chop you in yeah. half, right? It's not an industrial press. Yeah. Hydraulics coming down. and that. So she's afraid to kind of try to slide under the garage door like she's Indiana Jones and then the Temple of Doom. It was or something. slow as
0: hell. It was ridiculous. You, got, you know, as we often say, if you get your shoulders, if you get your head through it, you can get your whole body through it. I think her boobs kind of constricted her. It was ridiculous. Through. She even got her, bo- her yes. boobs popped through and somehow she couldn't get her hips through. Ridiculous. Right. It's not, so it's she's not a, a Kardashian. She could have just slid right no. through. She's probably 5'2". Yeah. I mean, it's like throwing like anyway, a 12-year-old girl through there with
1: big boobs. No question. <laughs> she, it's a little doggy door in the garage door. So she squeezes halfway through Ghostface hits the garage door button so it starts to go up and lifts her up.
0: I mean, again, strong garage, strong door. garage door. It, it reminded it lifts- me back in the old days, our parents never had an actual key to our house. So they just lock everything up and make Kevin crawl through the doggy door to lock and unlock the house. That was standard.
1: <laughs> standard.
0: Um, so Tatum, I guess, gets her
1: neck broken or her back broken because something something? the garage door just squishes her. There's like no safety measures at all. No. This is the most powerful garage door. Known uh-huh. to um, let's see. So there's a killer on the loose, right? The killer at this point of the party we has killed, um, Drew Barrymore and her boyfriend at the beginning, of right. The movie. Halfway through the movie, uh, he has killed the principal of the yes. school, right. And now he's like on the loose. Who did they kill? I think he said, "Oh, because they found they found the principal like hanging uh, above the football field." Right. School, Everybody's right? entrails are hanging out and shit like that. Right. So half the people leave the party. All the kind of extras yeah. leave the party to go check out the gore. Essentially, and yet people are still kind of
0: flirting around, like Billy Loomis shows you know, up. And be the Ken first one to leave the finish. party. You know, when everybody leaves, that's when the good stuff begins. Except that there's a killer on. Except for this. that, I don't think I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. Let's go upstairs,
1: big boy. Let's get busy. That's ridiculous. Hello, stranger. Let's get busy. <laughs> Let's get busy. <laughs> Going my way, sailor. <laughs> We're not doing that. Uh, We're not doing that. No can do. And. Late So Nev gets attacked upstairs by the killer. Billy is seemingly killed. Randy is downstairs still watching the horror movies. And I kept thinking, is he deaf? <laughs> he can't hear the screams. I mean, I know it's
0: a big place. It ain't so big that he's, I mean, is he in a soundproof proof vault? I know. What is happening? Exactly. And meanwhile, what we didn't mention was uh, Courtney Cox, who absolutely plays her friend's character, Yes. That same kind of manic energy is outside in a van, like monitoring all of this with hidden cameras.
1: Well, yes. Basically, this is a bitchier version of Monica right. from Friends. Now she's in town to try to get the big scoop because she made her name on the the murder of her mother the year before. Right. Essentially. And, and she wrote a book believe, or something, right? Wrote a book claiming that Cotton was innocent. Right wrongly convicted of this murder so, so she's there She
0: and sydney to to are
1: are not friends they are at odds they no. hate each other they hate each other no can do later her cameraman is killed the uh, only right like black
0: person i think oh no he was white one. no, in this
1: no. right there are there are no black people in this town There are no this
0: (laughs) it's kind of like our. I think this is supposed to be like Hillsborough, so that sounds about right. There should be some brown people at the school because someone has to pick those grapes. Right.
1: We were were saying it's obviously Iceland in the (laughs) 50s. I did not see a lot uh, of African American people in Iceland. No. Well (laughs) that is that is the the truth. Um, later. Uh, Gail's trying to escape, so she jumps in the uh, news van, tries to drive away. Randy comes up, she thinks Randy's the killer. She whacks him in the face. She's driving and then seemingly just loses control of the van and drives off the road. And I kept thinking, Did they cut the brake lines? I mean, why are we driving like <laughs> crashing into the woods? Do you not know how to drive? <laughs> it's all new. It's the, it's the pedal on the left, if you want to see. <laughs> Uh, oh sweet jesus uh so then the grand reveal spoiler alert is it's billy was one of the killers but it was also stew and kind of an agatha christie and then the rip off it's like yeah 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 where they kind of get again give you so many uh bird crumbs breadcrumbs, but also red herrings yeah. so it's like everybody is everybody a little suspicious who's to say we haven't even talked about um, Dewey, but David Arquette, who is Tatum's older brother, who uh, works on, like as a deputy. Oh yeah, or something. It's,
0: it's so stupid. Uh, David Arquette he's... plays you know Officer Doofus McLufus, and yes. for uh, for all twenty five screen movies, and it's just ridiculous. And for, and for oh. I mean, for the first one, that, that's it's kind of funny or endearing, and then it just gets irritating. Right. Because he's he's he's
1: totally a beta male, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. Kind of wimpy, and he's got like a weird pencil thin, like Douglas Fairbanks oh, yeah. mustache on, for some yeah. bizarre reason. Yeah, it's terrible. But of course, he get immediately gets into a romance with Gail Weathers. Which makes no reasons.
0: sense. It's like, yeah, because everybody wanted to tap Barney Five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody loved Mr. wow. But, I mean, it's Art Imitating Life, because they did get together, strangely enough. So, okay, so there's two killers. They reveal their whole plan. Uh, They've allegedly killed everybody, but we find out that Dewey is alive, and Randy is alive. Um, The father was shoved in the closet the whole time, I guess. Yeah, whatever. For two
0: days. days. (laughs) In his his own own excrement, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they they slid him a bedpan or
1: something. <laughs> Who knows? Again, house full of people. It's a house party with like somebody chained up in the
0: closet. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah. Do you have any other? I got nothing else. About? I'm just saying it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like the ones where you can try to figure it out. And I, I would say this is this is a good horror film. It, it's it's very well written. It's very well written. It has good homages. Yeah. Um, it has everything you might need I, for God, so. I think though, the only problem is that for most people, they already know what the hook is. You know, it's like when, in the sixth sense, once everybody whispered, he's dead, you know, it kind of, it kind of spoils kinda it. it. Yeah. It kind of kills it a right. little bit. So like I said, you... I was never certain that I, I, I could tell by watching it, who it was Maybe I didn't figure you it out it the out. friend. But I don't know if I figured it out, or through the years it had wiggled in my ear. You know what I mean? At the time I could have wiggled in your ear. At the time I thought I was like, I got this all figured out, but did I? But it's like someone who writes a song and then oh no, this is a total ripoff of a song you heard when you were like five years old or whatever, you know? That is true. Who's to say? Who's to say? It's what came three. first?
1: The chicken or the egg? Yeah. Um, okay, so shall we go to behind the scenes? Please. Um, the party scene near the end of the movie runs 42 minutes long. It was shot over the course of 21 days. What? From the time the sun set to the time it rose. So it was all night filming this every night. The for 21 party days. scene? Oh, yeah, they, yes. they had deep budgets. How ridiculous. And after it wrapped, the crew had T-shirts made that said, I survived scene 118. <laughs> the longest night in horror history is what the crew jokingly called it. <laughs> uh, let's see. At the beginning of the movie, when Casey's parents, that's Drew Barrymore, when they arrive home to find something's wrong, her father tells her mother to go to the McKenzie's. Right. This is the same thing Laurie told Lindsay and Tommy in Halloween. Oh, good one. There you go. Jamie Kennedy was chosen for the role of Randy because he would often improvise humor into his lines, which made Wes Craven laugh. Oh,
0: Jesus, I knew it. I told you he
1: loved, his, he loved his Jerry Lewis. Oh, no. I need more Jerry Lewis.
0: Oh.
1: Um, this was filmed... Uh, It was supposed to be filmed at Santa Rosa High School. Uh, However, they changed their mind. There had been a shooting nearby, a school shooting. So they changed their mind and had to film it at a different school. Very sad. So if you look in the credits, it says, no thanks whatsoever to the Santa Rosa School. Yes, I saw that. I was like, oh, dear. (laughs) The use of caller ID increased more than threefold after the release of this yeah, movie. Yeah, did you
0: notice that, that it was a separate box? Yes. In the, in, the movie, in the second movie. In the second movie, it is a, it's a separate box. Yeah, that was old school. Um
1: let's see. Originally, Ghostface signature black robe was going to be white to look more like a ghost, but people were afraid. <laughs> It looked too
0: much like... the. Ah, complex. well, that is scary <laughs> that's, that's scary, too. for an entirely different reason. Um, the voice
1: of uh, Ghostface, Roger Jackson, he never met any of the actors. And actually, his voice was just kind of supposed to be a placeholder at first. Um, but then later, they liked it so much, they just kept... Right, it. it was supposed to be
0: like these knucklehead high school kids had a voice changer...
1: Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Matthew Lillard was cast by chance because he was uh, accompanying his then-girlfriend to an unrelated audition. So he just to happened to be in the building, and they're like, hey, right. come, come on on Kismet. Kismet. Uh, let's see. Courtney Cox really lobbied to get this role because she was hoping to break the... Uh, Kind of stereotype that she was kind of bubbly and sweet monica all the time and they initially did not want to hire her because of it she was still monica so and in cougar town she was still monica maybe that's just her i mean what are you to do she's not meryl street for I mean, god's she's, sake she's,
0: she's kevin Coster. oh cabina cabina costner how about that that that's very upsetting <laughs> um Let's see. So
1: remember, we talked about how the principal just spontaneously closes school and declares a curfew for seemingly no reason in the middle of the right. movie. Originally, um, Sydney was supposed to be attacked and goes and bursts into the principal's office crying. But she was attacked at the school, right? But she did not go to the principal with her story. Basically, that's that's what it was. She like basically she, there was a scene. That has her go in crying to the principal. And that's why he closes. So why script. did
0: they cut that out? Cause they didn't and want things timing. to make
1: sense. Okay. Yeah. They didn't, they absolutely did not want anything <laughs> to make sense. Uh, the original script was written by uh, Kevin Williamson. who was kind of a, a new screenwriter. He was working on this movie called teaching Mrs. Tingle with Helen Mirren. He'd written that script. Hey, first and of all, if you're a teacher, you can't have a last
0: name Pingle. Do
1: you know what's funny? I knew a teacher whose name uh, was Virga, which is Italian for branch. But in Spanish, it means something Uh-oh. else. Uh-oh. All right. What are you going <laughs> to do? It's very upsetting. So, anywho... Um, they were working on getting that movie made, but then it kind of ran into production difficulties or something. So he started working on another script just to make money, to put food on the table, went to Palm Springs, the land of our birth, yes. and hammered out Scream over the weekend. Good job. Good, good job, sir. And he actually wrote an outline for two more screen movies. His outline uh, was used to make Scream 2, which came out less than a year which later. Which is okay. They actually tossed out his outline for Scream Three and started from scratch, yeah, as they should. And a different, and then they should put it
0: on fire and let it burn
1: Well, it. but that's that's the thing. It's like they should have clearly used his original outline because <laughs> they threw out his outline, and the which is why the third one seems strange and peculiar and not nearly as good. Hundred percent. So, um, but the success of Scream gave Kevin Williamson a lot of opportunities. He released I Know What You Did Last Summer a year later. Um, and there was actually a, a, some controversy because on the posters it said, you know, I Know What You Did Last Summer from the creator of Scream. Ah, but Wes Craven and is we got the creator sued. of Scream. That's exactly right. That was their feeling. So they got sued and had to change it off the poster. And, you know, I have People never seen you know I Know What You Did about. Last Summer. It's not bad. It's not bad. It is uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sarah Michelle Gellar
0: is in one of these. Oh, she's in number
1: two, Scream 2, right? She's in number two. And uh, Ryan Phillippe <laughs> is in this. And it's that old story. And it was actually, it was a book from the 70s, where it's kids screwing around, run some, like a hitchhiker right. down, and throw the
0: body in the swamp. As one something. does in high school. As one does. <laughs>
1: And now there's a killer on the loose, leaving them notes. I know what you did last summer, kind of thing, hunting them down. So that's right. what they were doing. And then, of course, Dawson's Creek. He did, did Dawson's Creek, um, which also was a very successful. Uh, which I never saw a single episode of. Well, it, it's James Vanderbeek, it's Katie Holmes, uh, Joshua Jackson, and uh, Michelle Williams who, ironically, is like now a big yes. star. He's in movies all over the place. Uh, so But if you never have seen Dawson's Creek, it's it's uh, notable because no one, again, a bunch of high school students, 15, 16, 17-year-olds, who all talk like they are college uh, philosophy professors. You know what I mean? It's like their dialogue just doesn't seem to match who these people really it's are. It's a I of
0: AP students.
1: Right, that's exactly what it is. Um, let's see. Special effects artists used about 50 gallons of blood. It, it's really not that bloody, though. It is not. Well, it's it's blood, but I guess there is one scene where Casey, Drew Barrymore, you see in... in uh, oh,
0: well, she's in filleted out like a Hannibal actor. <laughs>
1: oh, that reminds what? me. It's like that thing... So, Stu, the next day, is describing uh the murder scene in gruesome detail to everybody and later we know Stu's one of the You're killers right. i guess he
0: knows and so
1: billy's telling him to shut the hell up he's like hey it he's all like, it's called tact We're <laughs> so like, stupid. you got good times i think that's about it shall we talk about the rating uh, let's see here mm, scream currently has 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 79%. And audience also gives it 79%. So there it All is. All right, I'm going to give it you
0: 4.1 out of 5 Skeet Allridge, Cry Crybaby Tears. <laughs>
1: oh god again not in crybaby that was a a johnny depp Depp, johnny depp not as greasy in crybaby ironically uh let's see i will give it i think i'll give it four out of five uh god matthew has got kind of a skeleton face just naturally (laughs) so let's call it (laughs) matthew if you're listening no offense Let's give it four out of five Matthew Lillard skeleton fixings. There you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. Hashtag boom. Times, it is, I think it is great. I still think it's very entertaining. Um, I think, it, obviously, we've talked about this before, the slasher genre had been going down the tubes for probably about eight yeah. years prior to this movie. This, this, um, this resurrected kind of the
0: whole... You know, horror goes in and out of popularity, and it yep. had just been dying off for some time. So this really resurrected the whole genre. Yep, like Jason
1: writhing, rising from the grave. Writhing in the grave. And <laughs> writhing <laughs> in the grave. Damn it all <laughs> to hell. So, yeah, good times. I mean, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? And I say that to you as well. Aaron. What are you doing? <laughs> Sweet Jesus. It is good. Check it out. It, uh, it's on, let me see. If you haven't seen it, how did we see it? I think it was on. I think I had,
0: to, did I have to, no, it was uh, streaming for free. I had to pay for three. I think it's on. you had to pay for four. You had to pay for four. Did I see four?
1: Was I yes, forced that's at with uh, Amber Roberts. Was I
0: forced at gunpoint to watch four versions of Scream?
1: Oh, poor me. Scream is currently on HBO Max for yeah. free so good times if you don't have hbo max i'm sorry you can also watch it on pluto tv with ads so good times had by all um so thank you very much go to our page on facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die go to our page on twitter at t podcast tw die go to our page on
0: instagram the ig now it's we are G. the underscore podcast underscore that underscore what You got the idea Sweet <laughs> Jesus. And email rate us. and review
1: five stars We're you can email us at the podcast That wouldn't Die at Gmail We are on Apple Podcasts Spotify and anywhere else the finer podcasts are available so do that. Like Aaron says, you need to like, share, subscribe, and rate.
0: Also, I'm Kevin's years. sister. Hey, my Instagram just lit up. Do you think, oh, it's your daughter liking the podcast? We need uh, people not related to us to please like our Instagram and follow. Frankly, I'd be happy if people relate to us.
1: <laughs> Frankly. Sweet Lord. Sweet Lord. Um, so go ahead and check that out next week. I think we are doing Anaconda. My
0: Anaconda, anaconda. don't want none unless it's got Buns Hun. It's related that to that. Correct. Is it the music video, video of Sir Mixelot? Is, is that what it, it is? is? It literally starts with <laughs> That's the, the basis of the well, and it's got J
1: Lo, it's got Ice Cube, it's got uh. Owen Wilson. It's an all-star oh cast. God. John Voight is most offensive. Oh, not John Voight. You can watch it for free on Amazon Prime, on Roku channel, on something called Fubo, if you happen to have yeah. that. So check that out. So
0: there you have it. Thank you very much. And be well. Uh, we didn't discuss all my other social media. You skip right over that. I am the cultivarin. You can uh, email me at join the Cult of Aaron. I'm on Instagram as the Cult of Aaron. I'm also on the Twitski as the Cultivaren. I am the Very leader. Good. It's time for you to tithe. It's. <laughs> <laughs> send in your time I accept exactly. Venmo PayPal whatever whatever's clever <laughs> bye later